from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Our mothers love us. Our mothers. And your mom probably loves you too. Yes, your mom loves you too. Call your mom. (laughs) Yeah, really. I mean, seriously, you should probably call your mom. She misses you. Unless... Your mom's not around anymore. Then. Unless that mean then I then you can't then call your dad. Call your dad. Oh shit! No. What if somebody? Both their parents are gone. Shit! We're assholes. Call someone in your family. Call somebody. Just you know, man. Just do you need a call, hug? Call a friend. <laughs> call us. Call us, man. What'd you get? We're sorry. <laughs> yes. All yes. right. What have you been up to, beer related lately? Um, nothing, man. I mean, nothing. You know, it hasn't been a long time since we've talked, so... Yeah, well, you know what, man? I'm going up to the Angry Minnow next week. Are you? Oh, yeah, yeah you are. You are. Yeah, I am. You are. Going up to the Angry Minnow because it's time for our yearly trip to yeah. the island to end all islands. They might as well call it Hawaii 3 because Hawaii 2 is taken. Yeah. Madeline <laughs> Island. <laughs> yeah. We might go kayaking this year. I'm trying to convince people to like, hey, let's go do a thing like out right. on the open water. Like, yeah, a little kayaking trip. Yeah, like go. Well, like take one of those tours where you go see like the water caves and shit. Yeah, I mean, we've been up there for four years and never, and we, done we've anything. never left the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. know the water's scary. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, the woods were scary the one year. Chupacabra, man. Chupacabra. That was Chupacabra year. We don't talk about Chupacabra year. <laughs> If you want to hear about Chupacabra, you go to DOO and search. Uh, from four years ago, yeah. I think. <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> Good luck. We don't know what episode it is. It would have been in October, probably. I don't know. Probably October 2015. Of our second year? Yeah. Yeah. No, not 2015. Because okay. that was four years ago. Because Chupacabra year was the first year, wasn't it? Or 2015 was two years ago, buddy. Four years. What? Four years ago. This is our fourth year. Yeah. And it was the second year. Are you sure it was the second year? I thought Chupacabra year was the first year. It might have been, so it might be 2014. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It might be 2013. Huh? This is the fourth year, so it'd be 2013. Wow. Because that's how, that's how numbers work. I'm just... I can't believe that we've been going that long. I know, right? Wow. Anyway, yeah, it's reach tradition status. Uh, yeah, other than that, um, Oktoberfest is starting to come out. I'm going to, uh, well, I might be going to an Oktoberfest party coming up here, so that'll be pretty cool. Supposed to be like a hundred something different Oktoberfests. And where's that at? Uh, one of the regulars he hosts a big Oktoberfest party up at his cabin in oh, Webster. So I gotta go sure. north of Highway Eight. Oh, with all the inbreds. two weeks in a row. <laughs> That's just tempting fate. <laughs> you might come back with a wife you're related to. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess if she's my wife, I am technically related to her. Yeah, but they're related. But in a wrong they way. <laughs> All right. Uh, we don't have a previous beer to taste today. Uh, everything is still in carbonation mode. Yep. Uh, so, unfortunately, we don't got that. 
ain't gots it. We ain't gots it. But what we do have is we have an exciting episode about Flanders Red Ale for you. Another sour, because Rick loves sours. As you guys are going to find out next week, because we recorded these in the wrong order. Yeah. And I'm not changing the order of things on the website, because that would make sense. Yes. So we recorded next week's episode like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And that was a thing. Yeah. So there we go. This will be interesting. I'm kind of what, excited what to try is, it. I guess we'll talk about the aroma when yeah. we get to it. All right. So this, uh, the the style or the beer that we're tasting is the Rodenbach Grand Cru. Um, it is a six percent ABV Flanders Red. It's egg aged in oak fodders. I don't know what a fodder is. What's a fodder? I'm going to look it up. You talk yeah. about something while I look it up. So um, <clears throat> this Rodenbach Grand Cru is one of the commercial examples for the Flanders Red. I was able to find it. So that's pretty cool. Um, we've had some trouble finding commercial examples lately. So I was able to find one. And that got me pretty excited. Yeah. But it's a uh, giant oak barrel and it's pronounced fooder. It's a Dutch fooder. word. Some so, of my people. So it's in a barrel. Yeah. Okay. Oak fooder. Oak barrel. Oak fooder. It's the same thing. It's not an oak fooder. It's a, it's a barrel. Yeah, but it's way more fun to say fooder. 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 You're right, it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a fooder forest. What? <laughs> this thing says a time-lapse video, video of a new Belgium building its fooder forest. It's a fooder forest. It's a fooder forest. Fooder forest. <laughs> fooder forest. All right, we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are creating problems for ourselves right now. <laughs> All right, so this one is 23B, right? Yes, 23B, Flanders Red Ale. Yes, I had that wrong Yep. in the last one. All right, overall impression. This is a sour, fruity, red, wine-like, Belgian-style ale with interesting and supportive malt flavors and fruit complexity. The dry finish and tannin completes the mental image of a fine red wine. Mm, yes. Oh. Should we go get wine glasses now? That's, yeah, that's what the aroma is. Oh, whoa, yeah, whoa. <laughs> Holy. So let's go into aroma. Holy chicken nuggets, Batman. <laughs> aroma. Complex, fruity, sour profile with supporting malt that often gives a wine-like impression. Got it. Do that. Yeah. Fruitiness is high and reminiscent of black cherries, oranges, plums, or red currants. There are often low to medium low vanilla and or chocolate notes. Spicy phenols can be present in low amounts for complexity. The sour aroma ranges from balanced to intense. Prominent vinegary acidic character is inappropriate. No vinegar. No vinegar. No hop aroma. No hop aroma. None of it. Diacetyl is perceived only in very minor quantities quantities if at all as a complimentary aroma i don't know when diacetyl is ever complimentary it sounds when awful. you're at the movies and you're eating some butter popcorn right <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time it's okay in our eyes but sometimes i guess it's okay in yeah BJCP's well we've eyes. had di- we've had diacetyl seep into some of our beers and yeah and it's been not good so no. yeah Okay, so the aroma. All right, yeah, on let's this just talk is, about this for a minute because wow, all of the this red is wine. Not was that what I was expecting no, at all? Me either. And it smells like a red. It wine smells in like glass. cherries or well, black cherries. Yeah, I get the black cherries and plums. Yep, I get plums for sure. 
I don't. I don't think I've ever smelled a red currant, so I can't say. Yeah, I can't say. But no, this is blackberry, black cherry, and and plum. Yep. Uh, For sure, black cherries and plum. It sounds so. If you take a glass of red wine, sniff it. That's what you're smelling. Just a little bit of vanilla, like just kind of. Oh, there is that vanilla hint. Ooh, ooh, you got some up in your nose hole, huh? Again. <laughs> I got got. We have we have snorted more beer <laughs> than any man should. Well, and I was I was watching a uh I was watching I, I want to say it was the Beerus. They have a YouTube channel yeah. and like they taste beers and stuff. And they do it too. So yeah. I'm like I'm like it's not just us. <laughs> Everybody accidentally <laughs> inhales beer. <laughs> Get that all over those mucous membranes and get real drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so instead of butt chugging, we can do nose chugging. I think that's just called snorting. Yeah, you probably shouldn't take it into your lungs, though. No. That'll be bad. No, you'd drown. Yeah. <laughs> well, he drowned doing what he loved, snorting beer. <laughs> I don't recommend. We don't recommend No, it. do not snort beer. Homebrewbound does not endorse snorting beer. No, you can't enjoy it that way. No. Actually, just, we don't enjoy endorse just butt chugging out either. Dis- don't do that either. No, don't don't butt chug either. No. All right. Just drink beer normally. It so tastes we, better. That so way. should we should we talk appearance on this thing? Let's talk appearance. All right. Uh, so we are looking at a deep red burgundy to reddish brown in color. Mm-hmm. That's there. Good clarity. White to very pale tan head. Average to good head retention. So we do have pale head. Yep. It's got really good retention. Yeah, it's sticking around. Yeah. Um, Holding this up to the light. Get some like, almost like ruby highlights. Almost like the stuff I was seeing in the Guinness. Right. But this is lighter than that, obviously. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. a lot lighter than that. But, but the but when, ruby when the, color. Yeah, yeah, the ruby color that shines through, it's like those highlights that you get from Guinness. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, just setting it on the table, deep burgundy. Yep. Almost like a Ron Burgundy. Uh, Ron Burgundy? <laughs> That's right. Pop culture references just, <laughs> woo, flying about. We're hip. We're <laughs> hip for movies that are 17 years old. Shut up, man. That's not quite. It's probably 13. Is it, it 2004? It, 2004, 2005, yeah. somewhere in there. <laughs> we're hip. We're quoting movies over a decade old. Dude, we're millennials. We should be more hip than this. Yeah. <laughs> we're late millennials, though. <laughs> we're like the hipsters of millennials. Like, we were watching VHS before it was cool because it was the only option. And after it was cool because we were poor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. All right. All, All right. right. Let's talk about flavor. Let's get to the important part here. Flavor. Intense fruitiness commonly includes plum, orange, black cherry, or red currant flavors. A mild vanilla and or chocolate flavor chocolate character is often present. Spicy phenols can be present in low amounts for complexity. Sour flavor ranges from complementary to intense and can have an acidic bite. Malty flavors range from complementary to prominent and often have soft, toasty, rich quality. Generally, as the sour character increases, the malt character blends to more of a background flavor and vice versa. No hop flavor. Restrained hop bitterness and acidic, tannic bitterness is often present in low to moderate amounts and adds an aged red wine-like character and finish. 
prominent vinegary acidic character is inappropriate. No vinegar. Inappropriate. Diacetyl is perceived only in very minor qualities, if at all, and as a complementary flavor. Balanced to the malt side, but dominated by the fruity, sour, wine-like impression. Huh. I get plum, black cherry, and red wine. Huh. I don't like this at all. I haven't decided yet. It's sour. It's not mm. crazy sour. It's just a little tart. Like uh, it's 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 more sour than our Berliner. From we haven't next tried week. that yet. <laughs> <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain there, I guess. <laughs> Man, you you're bad at time travel. Uh, <laughs> I could never. Ugh. I don't, yeah, that is. I don't like the flavors in it either. It's I almost like, like an artificial cherry. I feel like the flavors match the the guideline, and I mean, I'm sure it does because it's put in there as an example. This is weird. It's it finishes when it like the aftertaste is like I just drank some red wine. Yeah, no, it's there. There's there's an astringency there mm-hmm. that I only usually get from wine. Oh. It's super dry. It's very dry. It's very I get, fruity. I do it's get like the a, fruity black cherries. It's like a very fruity red wine. Yeah. Like as I'm drinking more of it, it's less sour on my palate. Yeah. Too. No. If it's it's the three sip rule. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yep. For new listeners, the three sip rule is anytime you're trying a new beer, the first sip acclimates, or the the first sip like kind of like tells you what to expect. The second sip acclimates your palate, and the third sip is what you really think of the beer. Yeah. Uh, because you can definitely get some palate shock from some of these beers. Yeah, that this one definitely will do it if you try it and you haven't tried yeah. it before, like us. Because you you're expecting beer. Yeah. And what you so got? I'm was... about eight sips in, and I don't like it. I just don't. I think it's the style. I don't like the style. You know what? What's up? I want to pair it with some food. I think this would be really good if I was eating something. This might not be bad with a steak. I don't know. What do you pair red wine with? Usually red meat. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah. steak. That would be great. Yeah, steak's always good, though. <laughs> so. Yeah, but, no, but, like, it would, it would, like, or even, like, a, like, a, like, pork loin. Yeah. Like, something really fatty. Yeah. Uh, and the, like, the slight acidity would help cut the fattiness and the it would the fruit characters would really bring out some of the I could see this as like a nice like marinade beer marinade yeah on like a steak or a pork loin or something now that we're talking about it but as a beer for drinking I think I think it would be a good pairing with it, it too it though. might it might pair with I something think, I well. think this is great something really good to pair with something fatty or even like a like a good cheese like a like a like a softer uh, yeah. oilier cheese like like a not not a mozzarella, but like a, maybe like a Munster. Yeah. Munster in this would be really good. That wouldn't be bad. It's just drinking it by itself is not great. I'm also not a big red wine fan. I'm not I'm not a big wine fan. And that's, I'm not well, I do like I have I have this window of like ignorance in the alcohol world which I'm very ashamed of and it's wine. Yeah. I'm very w- wine ignorant. I do like quite like most white wines. And some rosés and stuff like that. And even some sweet reds. I've been laughed at for drinking rosé. 
at a winery. Oh, well. But they were really mean. Well, they tend to be. Yeah. They That's why to... I went back to the brewery. Well, but that... <laughs> With I, my tail between my legs. That would kind of be like you showing up at a beer festival and being like, I'll have a Bud Light. Yeah, but we wouldn't be mean. We'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'd try to be helpful. Like, yeah, we, we would look, be like, hey, spotted cow. Spotted, yeah, here, least. try try this one, or try this one, or try this. One. Like, that's that's the nice thing about beer is like, you show up and you're like, can I get a Bud Light? And they're like, well, we don't have that. But how about these fifteen other different beers that you might like? Yeah, just try a sample of each one and let me know which was closest to what you want. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Wineries, I, 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 well, they're just dicks. Well, I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast. This is as good a time as any. Sure. Uh, so right I was in the middle of our beer tasting. Oh, it, it tastes like wine. <laughs> yeah, it, it brings. It, like, no. It's it. It I'm just kidding. It Go ahead. fits. Anyway, so uh, I was dating this girl, and it was it was her birthday, and she wanted to go to a winery. So we went down to this winery in Hudson, and I remember this day. Yep, and. <laughs> Like we get there and we do we do a flight of wines and like you know we try a few and I or I we ordered some appetizers and I was that I was also disappointed with it cost me fifteen dollars for a basket of bread wow like, that was that was not cool That's not cool at all <laughs> no <laughs> just wanted like yeah anyway so then. Uh, my girl, or uh, the, the girl I was dating at the time, she uh, she she orders hers and then or orders a glass of wine, and I'm like, well, I'll have all this one. I liked this rosé. It was sweet. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Like it was the closest thing to beer that they had on the menu. Like <laughs> I was ready to go. So I, you know, I like. She's like, are you sure? Are you sure? I was like, yeah, that's the one I liked. She's like, are you sure you want that one? <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> What's wrong with me? What what did I do? <laughs> like it's like no it's like that's like the dog food of wine apparently. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, is that what you give to your dog? I don't know. So yeah, I like, Well, sorry it tastes better than your super expensive red wine. You know, it's also the cheapest wine on the menu, <laughs> right? And so they were trying to upsell, but she was bad at it. Yeah. Like she just made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> I'm like, you dirty you know, piece of crap. But the story has a really good ending. That place closed down, and there's a brewery gone in there now. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> and they're not going to be mean to me. <laughs> no, the brewery will be loving and gentle. I'm going to go in there and be like, can I get a rosé? And they're going to be like, are you sure? Because <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> we do have an IPA. Okay. These are my people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mouthfeel. All right. Uh, medium bodied, uh, low to medium carbonation, low to medium astringency, like a well aged red wine, often with a prickly acidity. Deceivingly light and crisp on the palate, although a somewhat sweet finish is not uncommon. I will say that this is deceivingly light on the palate. Yeah, it is. It's light on the palate. Very light on the palate. Uh, and that prickly acidity, but yeah, it leaves this like, there's this sweetness that lingers. Like, yeah. It's, it's very sweet. It's sweet. But it's super dry. It's sweet and dry. It's wine. Yep. This is wine. It's it's wine. This is closer to wine than the wheat wine or the barley wine. It or definitely the English barley is. wine. This tastes like I'm drinking wine. Yeah. It doesn't taste like I'm drinking a beer that tastes like wine. No, it tastes like I'm drinking this wine. This tastes like a wine that's carbonated. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not as bad as a lot of wines I've had. True. 
I don't like red wines, and this is actually it's drinkable now that I'm into it. Like, right? it's not that bad. But like now that you know, you're expecting like just go if you go at it as a wine, right? Instead of going at it as a beer that you want to have like a big gulp of, this is something you want to sip. I don't, I don't like where the bitterness comes from, because it's I, in a weird spot. Yeah, like it, it comes at my palate at a weird time. I wish, I like, I wish it was at at the front, right? Instead of like, it's like the mid back, mm-hmm. like right before you finish out with that sweetness, yeah. you get a little like boop. There's some and, I, and I don't like like where the bitterness comes from the flavor like because that's the biggest thing I didn't like about red wines is it always tastes like old musty grapes to me mm-hmm. like I don't think that they taste like good grapes I think it tastes like those are the bad grapes that they didn't make white wine with because they were gross and but I'm I'm totally ignorant on this by the way so if anyone we're wants, just making things up <laughs> wine wine this is well this beer is, we know. This is purely opinion. Like, yeah. I don't like red wine myself. There's something to it because thousands and thousands of people love it. So it, it's not like Thomas I'm right. right now is like furiously hammering on his <laughs> keyboard. You guys are idiots. So I'm not saying I'm correct. This is just my opinion. I don't like it. Yeah. But I don't I don't love where the that's kind of what I get from this bitterness in this beer. And I don't love where that comes from, but it actually it's not a bad beer altogether, mm-hmm. or wine, or whatever it is. I guess it's a beer, but questionable with the flavor. All right, but it's pretty good. It's actually. Well, you want to hit comments, man? Comments include long aging and blending of young and well aged beers often occurs, adding to the smoothness and complexity. Though the aged product is sometimes released as a connoisseur's beer. Known as the Burgundy of Belgium, it is more wine-like than any other beer style. Well, there you have it. The reddish color is a product of the malt through an extended, less-than-rolling portion of the boil may help add an attractive burgundy hue. Okay. Okay. Aging will also darken the beer. The Flanders red is more acidic, but never vinegar-like. And the fruity flavor is more reminiscent of a red wine than an Ode Bruin. Can have an apparent attenuation up to 98%. That would explain our dryness right there. Yeah. Yes. So we are huh. we are quite dry. Very dry. All right. Uh, history. An indigenous beer of West Flanders. Uh, typified by the products of the Rodenbach Brewery. Established in 1820. Wait a second. That's what we're drinking. Hey. Uh, In West Flanders, but reflective of earlier brewing traditions. The beer is aged for up to two years, often in huge oak barrels, which contain the resonant bacteria necessary to sour the beer. It was once common in Belgium and England to blend old beer with young to balance the sourness in a city found in aged beer. While blending, uh, while blending of batches for consistency, consistency is now common among larger breweries, this type of blending is a fading art. Interesting. And it's a lot of work. Uh, we did it for uh, that Lambic. Yeah, the Lambic. All right. So the characteristic ingredients. A base of Vienna and or Munich malts, light to medium caramel malts, caramels, and a small amount of special B are used with up to 20% maize. 
Low alpha acid continental hops are off are commonly used. Avoid high alpha or distinctive American hops. Uh, Saccharomyces, lactobacillus, and Brettanomyces, and Arabacter contribute to the fermentation and eventual flavor. <laughs> oh, ooh. got a hiccup. Anyway, so we can do a style comparison quick here while you're working yeah, yeah, on go getting your stuff pulled up. So, uh, less malty rich than an Ode Bruin, often with a more fruity tart profile. And the Ode Bruin is the next style on the list, so that's what they're referring to. So, vital statistics. We're going for an IBU range of 10 to 25, SRM of 10 to 16, an OG of 1048 to 1057, final gravity of 1002 to 1012, and an ABV of 4.6 to 6.5. So what we are learning in this history is that the Rodenbach Grand Cru that we're drinking is from the Rodenbach Brewery that typified the whole style. So it should be right on what it's supposed to taste like. I got six malts here. You got six malts. Yep. Just kind of going from what we read. <clears throat> sure. All right. Um, Shoot it out. Well, I gotta, I, I gotta figure out poundage here. Okay. Um. So, I need an OG from ten forty eight to ten fifty seven with a final or uh, with uh, SRM between ten and sixteen. So if we do four and four, and do we get do we uh the only percentage in there is flake corn or is the maize right maize 20 percent okay Ooh. Ooh, that's too much that might be too much uh, what kind of srm are we looking for we are looking for srm of 10 to 16. Uh, we want 20% there. So if I do three and three and two. Oh, oh, I might have it. I might have it. I might. I might have it. Do you have it? All buddy? right. Let me know what you think here. Vienna, three pounds, yeah. 30%. Munich, three pounds, 30%. So that's 60 pounds base malt. Split between Vienna and Munich, or sixty percent. Sixty percent. Yep. Uh, one pound, Kara uh, twenty. Okay. For ten percent. Five percent Kara forty-five. Oh. Five percent uh, special B. Special so that's B. that's half a pound of each of those. Yeah. And then twenty percent two pounds. Of maize. Uh, flake corn or maize. Sure. Flake corn's the closest thing I'm going to get to maize. Well, that, and that's fine. Yeah. We can, you know, do what we can. Yep. <clears throat> Thoughts on that? What? That gives me an think, OG of 1052 with an SRM of 14. I think with, yeah, 1052 with a what? SRM 14? Yep. Yeah. That falls in our range. All right. What kind of hippity hop, 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 hops do we, we gotta want? got to use low alpha acid, we not some, American standard. Want some low AA. Um, where's Flanders from? Um, Flanders I is in France, right? West Flanders. 
I, I, I'll, I'll know. make sure, but it sounds right. Flanders. Show me on a map. Show me on a map. That's a brewing company in Boulder, Colorado. Not helpful. Uh, the Flemish region, region. Oh, in Belgium. Okay. Yeah. So... We could go with just some saws. Might be good. Well... Yeah, let's just let's just throw some saws in there because we like we know the spices are gonna work with with the Belgian yeast character and stuff. I'm good with that. Uh, throw some Czech saws. Well, in there. ho there, West Flanders. Um, and what kind of IBU range are we looking at? Uh, oh, hang on, let me pull that back up. Um, IBU range of ten to twenty-five. Okay, that's too low. Okay, one ounce of saws at sixty minutes is gonna give us twelve. That'll do it. All right, now the yeast. The yeast. I don't know what yeast you use in the Flanders. This doesn't even say anything about it. Yeah, all right, let's check why yeast. Food or... Strains for beers. <clears throat> Flanders Golden Ale. That's not what I want. Uh, there's a White Labs one. Oh, Red Flanders? Uh, Flemish Ale Blend. Ooh. So it's the... What was it? Uh, WLP665. WLP665. Alright, that is not in my yeast library, but we're gonna use it. Um, I'm just gonna throw a Belgian in here as a placeholder. Um... <clears throat> Okay, really using. I need to add some notes. Why do I add some notes? Notes. Uh, fermenting with. Uh, what was the yeast you said? It. it oh, oh, where'd it go? White uh, lab. Yeah, WLP six sixty five. WLP six six five. Yep. All right. That, I think, is going to work. Uh, do we want to add oak staves or anything? Um, I don't... Well, mm, no. No? We don't need to, and... Okay. That would... I That gets more dangerous. Well, we want a little bit of tartness in here. We're not going to get any tartness here. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Let's do it, then. All right, we'll soak them in wine. Yeah. There we go. Uh, add wine soaked... Oak staves. Okay. Save. Seems like a solid recipe. Very interesting. I'm really curious how this is going to turn out. Because the more I drank of that, the more I was like, hmm. It's actually, yeah, as I'm getting through it, it's actually <laughs> it's really <pretty> good. good. <laughs> I do like it. I'm surprised. Yeah. All right. It did have a lot of palate shock at the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, it was... It was bonkers. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in again today. Uh, and thanks for learning about this Flanders Red with us because yeah. we had no idea what was going on. <laughs> uh, but if you can find this one here, uh, the Grand Cr the Rodenbach Grand Crew, I highly recommend trying it uh, before you start sitting down and playing with your own recipe. Yeah. 
uh, or using ours, either way. Like, just kind of figure out kind of where we're coming from on this. Yeah, give it a try because it is not going to be what you expect. Even listening to us, probably you got to try it yourself if you haven't had one. Yeah. Because it is a surprise. Yeah, this would be a good beer to give to somebody who doesn't like beer but likes wine. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. This good, like, entry level into, oh, the beer, into the beer from the wine. Definitely work for them. All right. Um, if you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindercities and become a patron today. If you have any, uh, or if you or if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head on over to blindercities.com. Click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the homepage. It really helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or you'd like to send us some homebrew or just some homebrew stories, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindercities.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindercities. And you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.